this right here could be the biggest moment of his career. Is it his time? Yes! Mel Watson is wearing a green jacket at Augusta. There's no doubt about it. The bear has come out of hibernation. All right, here we go. It's Scottish Open week. One week until the British Open at Royal Liverpool. This is the Golf Preview Podcast on RJ Bell's Dream Preview. I'm your host, Will Doctor. Welcome aboard as we are coming off our fifth winner of the season with Sepp Straka. Who? Sepp Straka winning the John Deere Classic and cashing the only outright that was given out last week at 55 to 1. What a year, what a life. We hit, just to do some review on the year, we hit Keegan Bradley early on in the fall at the Zozo Championship. He was 33 to 1 he- heading into Japan. I keep tweeting that ticket was 25 to 1. Keegan was 33 to 1 at the Zozo. So that was number one. Number two was Taylor Moore at 70 to 1 at Valspar. I was there in Tampa that week. Special, special week for Dreamers as far as the action was concerned at Innisbrook with with uh, Adam Shank and, and and Jordan Speed taking a dookie down their pants and giving that trophy to Taylor Moore and giving that 70 to one ticket to us. And number three was Tony Finau winning at the Mexico open. He was the tournament favorite heading into the Vedanta and we cashed that at plus eight fifty. Number four was the 25 to one ticket. We hit on Brooks Kepka at the PGA, obviously not a live guy whatsoever, but we knew uh, Kepka was in good form, uh, coming off that second place finish at Augusta, and he had multiple top five finishes prior to the PGA on Live Golf. And then last week, of course, only outright of the week in Sepp Straka at 55 to 1 cashed after the Austrian played near flawless golf on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at TPC Deer Run. Now, what most people are going to forget is that uh, Straka opened the week with a 73 in a tournament where uh, the winning score was 21 under par. Straka shot two over on Thursday. Are you kidding me? When you scroll down the final leaderboard, you have to scroll all the way down to Michael Thorby Olsen, who finished tied 17th to find a player who opened with a round in the 70s and even took a peek at the top of the leaderboard. I mean, Straka was two over after round one, and then he just went on an absolute tear. I mean, a 63 in round two was absolutely massive as far as making the cut was concerned. Now, after the second round, 63, he's still seven, eight back of the lead, and you're still kind of thinking, you know, it's going to have to be a very special weekend for Straka to have a shot. But then after a bogey-free 65 on Saturday, and after the fact that we knew Sepp Straka is a guy who's been making a ton of birdies over his last five events. And we knew that he was one of these players in the field who was actually closed in the big moment on Sunday. I mean, the John Deere was a borderline corn ferry tour field. And Sepp Straka is a former winner at the Honda Classic, the toughest golf course on the PGA Tour and PGA National. We knew that this was a guy coming into this event that closed in the big moment. And after a, a third round 65, I'm thinking, let's see if Straka can get it going early on Sunday. What did he do? That's exactly what he did. Understand that Sepp Straka should have fired a 58 on Sunday. He was 11 under par through 14 holes on Sunday. You know, he only had to play the last three at one under par to shoot 59. 
I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm calling the ticket early on Twitter. I've got AJ Hoffman on the horn. You know, I mean, we're calling the win early as Straka stood on the 15th tee. Now, so he pars 15, he pars 16, 17 to me was a must birdie. I thought if Sepp didn't birdie eight, uh, didn't birdie 17, we could run into some problems with the chasers and be Todd and Alex Smalley. And of course he pars 17. So now you're sweating a little bit on the 18th, but you know, a par should get it done. Instead, the 18th hole was a nightmare. It was a nightmare for Sepp. It was a nightmare for me. And it was a nightmare for you. Straka puts his drive in the fairway. Now the 18th, in case you missed it, the 18th at TPC Deer Run is a straightaway tee shot with a dog leg left approach with, with water running all down the left side. So you have the entire world right on that approach to miss it. So he puts his drive in the fair one, 18, we're chilling. And then Substraka, I couldn't believe what I was watching, uh, takes a dookie down his slacks and puts one in the water with his approach on 18 and ends up making a double on 18 to shoot 62. What a round, but I mean, a disaster of a finish. You know, I'm throwing my remote. I threw my remote about 12 times. I had to sit down, reassess. You know, Straka was in the house with a two-shot lead while Brendan Todd uh, was a shot back. And Alex Smalley, who we had to top 10 at plus 400, you're welcome. Todd was one back and Smalley was two back as they both stood on the 16th tee. Now, 16, uh, not a tough par three, a TPC, a deer run, and 17 is very gettable. So they're two back with three to play. I'm thinking, hmm, this not good. So... Todd and Smalley both put their approach to about 15 feet on 16, and both are on the exact same line. So Smalley could get a read off Todd and get a feel for the line. And what happened next was when I knew we had the the, the Sepstraka ticket in the bag. Brendan Todd, three putts from 15 feet to fall two back. And Alex Smalley uh, did not capitalize on the read he got from Todd. Smalley pars 16. So B, Todd, and Smalley are two back with two to go. Even if they had birdied the 17th, which they didn't, 18 was a beast of a hole all week. Barely anyone in the field birdied it. And that's exactly what happened. B, Todd, and Smalley par 17 and 18. And we cash Straka at 55 to 1. And we cash Smalley to top 10 and plus 400 and now we move across the pond to the scottish open once again apologies on no pod last week rarely will i ever uh not get one out but the voice was on the ir and we were only able to get it up on the pregame forums uh we shared it five times from pregame five times from my account make sure you're following pregame make sure you're following at dr media 59 for updates and picks when we have a situation like last week so let's get rolling on the Scottish Open preview. The Renaissance Club will play host to uh, this event for the second year in a row in North Berwick, Scotland. And the order of play uh, today, we'll be discussing the top six favorites. We'll do three matchups and one pick to place. Then I'll give you two outright winners, a sleeper and a lineup. And then I'll wrap, wrap things up with a first round leader and two best bets. One for the Scottish and one for the Barbasol Championship which is the opposite field event going on at Keen Trace 
in Nicholasville, Kentucky. And finally, uh, don't go anywhere after the best bets because I am adding uh, a play to my open championship card as we are one week away from the final major championship at Royal Liverpool. A lot to do. Let's get rolling with the favorites. Let's start with Scotty Scheffler at plus 700 on FanDuel, William Hill, and Bet365. And, you know, Scotty Scheffler is someone who is playing so well right now, and it's uh, nearly impossible to find a, a good way to play him on the books. He enters the UK swing coming off six straight top five finishes. Uh, we've seen him ball strike the heck out of it all year long, and uh, it's the putting that has cost Scheffler in a few events. And coming into the Scottish, he's really cleaned up his performance on the greens. When you look at his last two events, he finished third at the U.S. Open, uh, putting nicely, and he finished fourth at the Travelers and putted well that week at TPC River Islands as well. Now, if you are a if you're a Scotty Scheffler lover, if you absolutely uh, must have him on your card this week, there's no problem at all with you taking him to win at plus seven hundred or for him to top five at plus one eighty seven on Bet three six five. I don't have a problem with either one of those tickets. Um, I'm going to get a little more ballsy than that. I have him as my first round leader at 20 to one on DraftKings, And let me tell you why. Number one, Scotty Scheffler has been a juggernaut across the pond 99% of the time. I understand that he emceed at the Scottish last year, but other than that, he's never finished worse than 21st at a British open. And he's had plenty of success across the pond dating back to his junior Ryder cup and Walker cup days as an amateur, Scotty Scheffler 100% knows how to play Lynx golf. And number two is the simple fact that Scotty Scheffler is number one on tour in first round scoring average. Uh, tour average for, for first rounds is about 71. Scotty Scheffler averages 67.7 in his opening round. So uh, with how hot he is coming into the Scottish, I love Scotty Scheffler to come out firing on Thursday. And once again, that is Scotty Scheffler to lead the first round at 20 to one on DraftKings. Um, Scheffler is the first favorite. Number two is Rory McIlroy at plus 850 on FanDuel. Now, Rory, like Scheffler, has played flawless over his last five starts. He's had multiple opportunities to win here over the last month. And as we've talked about, Rory just hasn't capitalized down the stretch on Sundays. I will not be playing Rory due to the fact that um, this is his first appearance at the Renaissance Club. But if you're a Rory Stan and you have to have him on the card, the only way uh, would be to take him over Patrick Cantlay at minus 113 on Bet Online. I'm going to stay away due to Cantlay's prior success on this golf course. But if you're someone who believes Rory is on the doorstep of winning, which the stats make a case for, the only play on Rory this week would be to take him over Patrick Cantlay at minus 113 on Bet Online. That could be you. Uh, but once again, I'm out on Rory McIlroy this week. On to Patrick Cantlay at 14 to 1 on William Hill and FanDuel. And as I just said, Cantlay has um, seen success on this golf course before. And he's an American who has had plenty of experience on European soil. Number one, he finished fourth at the Scottish last year, which was fueled by uh, immaculate ball striking and putting. And number two, his experience on European soil is second to none uh, compared to many other Americans. Cantlay has two top 15 finishes at the Open since 2018, and he was on the American Walker Cup team that defeated the Europeans at Royal Aberdeen in Scotland and at the, the 2011 Walker Cup. Cantlay is, is someone who has had success at all three major championships so far this season. He's finished 14th or better at the Masters, PGA, and U.S. Open. Uh, now, 
I'm not crazy about Cantlay's prices across the board, considering he hasn't won on tour yet this year. I think he's pretty heavily overpriced. If you are someone who is looking to back Cantlay this week, uh, the only ticket you should consider on Patrick Cantlay would be for him to finish atop the American leaderboard at plus 600 on um, on DraftKings. Because with the exception of Scotty Scheffler and defending champion uh, Xander Shoffley, th- there isn't another American, in my opinion, uh, who, who has been playing consistently and has had the past success across the pond that Patrick Cantlay does. So I'm out on Cantlay this week, but if you must have him, it's Patrick Cantlay to finish atop the American leaderboard at plus 600 on DraftKings. Next is Xander Shoffley at 12 to 1 on William Hill, FanDuel, DraftKings, and Bet365. And I'm fired up for the Open Championship next week where we have a 20 to 1 futures on Xander. We've had that booked since the Dream Preview Futures pod in December. Uh, when you look at the season that Xander Shoffley has put together, I understand he has it won, but nine top 10s and 17 starts is absolutely incredible. Okay, 17 events played. Xander Shoffley has only finished worse than 24th in three of them this season. And, you know, it hasn't been luck or right place, right time. His stats across the board have been flawless. He's fourth in iron play on tour. He's sixth in putting, and he's 42nd as far as his tee ball is concerned. And that's only because he drove it terribly over the Florida swing, which was months ago. Over the last eight tournaments, he's only lost shots off the tee once. So uh, my first pick to place uh, this week will be Xander Shafi to top 10 at plus 165 on DraftKings. I'll go ahead and give you that right now. Uh, my friends across the pond can get it plus 180 on bet 365. But uh, my first pick to place will come out of this favorite um, Xander Shafi. And that's the top 10 at plus 165 on DraftKings. We move along to Victor Hava at 18 to 1. And that you can find across the board. Uh, I'm out on Victor Hovland this week after he comes off a, a poor event with the wedges and the putter at the Travelers. He chipped it and putted it horrendously at the Scottish Open last year. Um, he did turn it around the next week and finish fourth at St. Andrews. But nonetheless, when you know Hovland is coming off a, a bad short game event and going to a place where he has absolutely no prior success, you have to stay away. I understand you know, he was rock solid um, for a nice stretch there prior to the Travelers. He won at Jack's place, top 10 at the Masters and the PGA. Uh, but the bottom line is he's still 121st um, around the greens in the PGA Tour and 71st in putting. And, uh, you know, while the, the 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 Twitter talking head frauds will tell you over the next two weeks that the toughest part of Lynx golf um is is driving the ball or iron play it's actually putting and chipping it's it's the two aspects of the game that require the most feel and touch when it gets cold and when it gets windy and when it gets rainy the feel and touch go away which is the end of the road for someone like victor hovland so um, i'm out on victor hovland this week we move along to ricky fowler at 18 to 1 on DraftKings. now there's a lot to like about ricky this week coming off his first win in four years in Detroit. People forget that when on his game, Ricky Fowler is one of the best links golfers in the world. Um, from the minute he stepped on tour out of Oklahoma State, he was performing like a veteran on Lynx golf courses. 14th out of the gate at St. Andrews in 2010, which Louis Ustazen won in a landslide. 
Ricky finished fifth at Royal St. George the very next year, 2011. And he was also the man that finished second behind Rory McIlroy at the 2014 Open at none other than Royal Liverpool, which is where the Open will be contested next week. And I could go on about Ricky's resume at Opens. He finished eighth at, at Portrush in 2019, where Shane Lowry won by a pretty large margin. Uh, he, you know, Ricky did not play well at the Scottish last year, but I could care less due to the amount of progression we've seen uh, from Ricky over the last six months. So I will go ahead and start the matchups with Ricky Fowler over Victor Hovland at even money on Bet Online. Um, I'll take Ricky's recent play in Lynx golf history over the fact that I am not confident in Victor Hovland's um, short game as far as this week is concerned. Now, that's not to say, that's not to say, you know, because I know what we talked about uh, the week after he won Memorial. That's not to say Victor has not improved a ton around the greens this year. He has. Um, you know, we talked about his work with Joseph Mayo, but the fact is it requires a whole nother level of touch across the pond if the weather gets bad to have success. Ricky, of course, is hitting the ball amazing. He's 17th on tour around the greens. He is making everything he looks at with that new Odyssey versus Jailbird putter that everyone and their mothers has in the bag now. So number one on the matchups is Ricky Fowler over Victor Hovland at even money on bet online. Now, number two is Tyrell Haddon over Victor Hovland at minus 107 um, on Pinnacle Sportsbook. If you can find someone in the Netherlands that can place a bet for you, call them up, have them book Haddon over Hovland at minus 107 on Pinnacle. And the reason why is Tyrell Haddon has a real shot of winning this week. Uh, he's nearly won on three different occasions over the past month in the PGA Tour. The Wells Fargo, the Byron Nelson, and the Canadian Open were three tournaments where Haddon had a real shot. Obviously, he's a great Lynx player, being that he's English, uh, but Haddon has also had a, a very respectable finish at last year's Scottish Open. I believe he finished 24th. So that is matchup number two, and we'll talk more extensively on Haddon uh, later on, but matchup number two is Tyrell Haddon over Victor Hovland at minus 107 on Pinnacle Sportsbook. The third and final matchup for the Scottish will be Adam Scott over Sam Burns at minus 105 on MGM. And the bottom line uh, for Adam Scott is he has to get moving as far as getting inside the top 70 on the FedEx Cup standings is concerned. He's 79th with only about five events left to qualify for the playoffs. He has to get in the top 70 to do so. And the crazy part is he's played some incredible golf this year. Remember, this is the first year where the PGA Tour is only taking 70 to the playoffs instead of 125. So um, you have to do a little bit more. Scott has not done enough. Three top 10s on the season and a couple of top 25s uh, still has him about 79th. No, no, no. He is 79th on the FedEx Cup standings. Uh, and remember, you know, he, he was in the same situation this time last year. He did not play the Scottish Open last year, but it was around this time last year we, where he went into that slingshot engage mode and finished the season with a storm of top tens to qualify for the FedEx Cup playoffs. I think he does it again this year. His driving numbers and his numbers on and around the greens have been excellent. The one thing that needs to be more consistent for him down the stretch is his iron play. Um, you know, I, it's been, listen, he's 124th 
in iron play on the season. He just seems to lose a little bit of ground on his iron play every event. But the bottom line is this is another vet who knows um, exactly how to get around Lynx golf courses. His resume at Open Championships and around the European Tour makes you wonder how he's never won a British Open. He's knocked on the door time and time again and will probably do so again uh, next week because you know he is Scott Adam Scott enters the 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 Scottish Open off two top twenties in his last three starts. So he's playing some very solid golf as of late. And as for Sam Burns, it's very simple. He comes into the Scottish with uh, tied for thirty second, being his best finish over his last two starts. And the biggest reason we're fading Sam Burns this week is because he's never made noise across the pond. Not a peep. He finished 60th, 66th at the Scottish Open last year, and his best finish at an Open Championship lifetime is tied for 42nd. So there you have it. The third and final matchup for the Scottish will be Adam Scott over Sam Burns at minus 105 on MGM. Uh, moving on to my one pick to play, I already told you what it was. It's Xander Schauffele at the top 10 at plus 165 on DraftKings. Um, I expected the defending champion to have a great week. There's not another player in this field who has played as consistently as Shoffley over the past 10 weeks. Um, you know, world number six, you know, Xander, he could do something very special over the next two weeks. Um, I do not have him in my outrights this week. As I said, we have the futures 20 to one for next week. Um, you know, so let's get some good mojo rolling. If you're Xander Shoffley. Uh, coming off, I mean, 10 events where, you know, this guy doesn't finish outside of 25th. Um, find me another player like that. You can't. So Xander Schauffele only picked a place top 10 at plus 165 on DraftKings. All right, guys, a quick break from the golf to tell you uh, about my coupon code to get 20% off for any picks on pregame.com for listeners. You can use my coupon code this week, Scottish20. Once again, that is Scottish20 for 20% off any picks on pregame.com. Listen, AJ, Fezzik, uh, Scott, McKenzie, Sleepy, all of them are rocking and rolling this year. Go buy their picks. Use my coupon code Scottish20 for 20% off all picks on pregame.com. Pregame.com will give you a free $25 site purchase just for signing up. Signing up takes 90 seconds and you could take advantage of of being a site member by making and tracking your own picks. You can post your own picks and analysis in our pregame.com forums, draw following and become a valued member, sign up today and receive $25 site credit to purchase premium picks when a pregame is very unprofessional handicappers. Get your free best bet today at pregame.com. All right, back to the golf. All right, I have two outright winners for you this week for the Scottish Open. Number one is Tyrell Hatton at 20 to 1 on Bet Online, Bavada, or FanDuel. Uh, 24th was the finishing position for Haddon last year at the Scottish. He was positive across the board um, as far as the stats were concerned. Uh, could have just made a few more putts. The U.S. Open was Haddon's last start. He finished 27th at LACC where he putted lights out um, as he has been over his last seven events. Uh, rolling into the Open, uh, Hatton was coming off three top five finishes in his last five starts. He's been knocking and knocking and knocking and knocking. We know Hatton is a player who can close on the big stage on Sunday. He's done it six times on the European tour, and he, he's done it once on one of the grandest stages of the PGA tour 
in the Arnold Palmer Invitational back in 2020. And Tita Green hadn't has been brilliant this year. 10th in strokes gained off the tee, 17th in strokes gained approach, and 5th in putting on the PGA Tour. It just doesn't get that much better as far as overall game is concerned. So outright winner number one will be Tyrell Hatton at 20 to one on bet online, Bavada or FanDuel outright number two. And I absolutely love this one. It's Robert McIntyre, a hundred and a hundred to one locally. And you can get this at 90 to one on bet online. Somehow uh, I have it at a hundred to one locally, but color me obsessed with Rob Mack, the legend. We saw a little bit of Rob Mack last year on the PGA Tour. I remember we hit a historic top Scottish ticket on Robert McIntyre at Riviera last year when he finished 15th at the Genesis. Uh, he ended up going on to win the Italian Open last year, which was his uh, second career win on the European Tour. And, you know, he had a little bit of a slow start to this season, but he's finished top 20. In three of his last five starts, including a fourth place finish last week in Denmark at the, the Maiden Himmerland. He did not, Robert Mack did not, full name, because a lot of you guys don't know who this is. I'm not going to say Robert Mack. Robert McIntyre did not make the cut at the Scottish Open last year, but he has two top tens in his last three starts at the Open Championship. So I'm not worried whatsoever that Rob Mack can get it done in his home country this week. He won the Scottish Youth Stroke Play and the Scottish Boys Open in 2013. Robert McIntyre won the Scottish Amateur in 2015. And in 2023, it's time for Robert McIntyre to win it at home at the Scottish Open. So once again, for outright number two, that's Robert McIntyre at 100 to 1 locally. If your book has that number, if not, take it on bet online at 90 to one onto the sleeper for the Scottish open. It's going to be Alexander Bjork top 20 at plus 410 on FanDuel. And, you know, you might as well call Bjork the Xander Shoffley of the European tour because he comes to the Renaissance club having finished in the top 10 um, in six of his last seven starts. He finished top 10 uh, in six of his last seven starts. So this is a sneaky Swede who, you know, if you're feeling frisky, you might target in the continental European leaderboard, 16 to one Bjork is there. Um, and as I told you, you, know, you don't have to worry about Victor Hovland this week, uh, but, but with Aberg there, a couple other heavy hitters, I'm not going to touch the continental European leaderboard. Um, instead, I'm going to target Bjork here in the sleepers top 20 plus 410 on FanDuel and Bjork is someone whose game has taken a hit over the past couple of years with back injuries. He did win a European tour title back in 2018, the Volvo China Open. Um, and he nearly beat Colin Morikawa at the 21 DP World Tour Championship. So Bjork can flat out play. Um, and I expect the 33-year-old to have a huge week at the Scottish. He's seventh on the DP World Tour Order of Merit, already qualified for the Open Championship. I think he has a great prep week at the Renaissance. So uh, the sleeper for this week for the Scottish is going to be Alexander Bjork to top 20 at plus 410 on FanDuel. The lineup for this week uh, will start number one, Tyrell Hodden, who's one of my winners this week. Number two is going to be Justin Rose, who's coming off a fourth place finish at the British Masters. Number three is Adam Scott, 
who, uh, while I don't think it'll happen this week, Adam Scott's going to win very soon. I'm not feeling it this week because of the touch of improvements we need to see with the iron play. But Adam Scott, uh, bottom line, in for a week of success at the Scottish Open, and I fully expect to see him win um, at some point before the end of the season. Hopefully, we get a feel of that before it happens. So number three is Adam Scott. Number four will be our sleeper, Alexander Bjork. Uh, number five will be Rasmus Hogard, who was the winner last week on the DP World Tour at the Maiden Hemmerlin. And number six will be none other than the the great Robert McIntyre. Uh, so number one is going to be Tyrell Hatton. Number two, Justin Rose. Number three, Adam Scott. Number four, Alexander Bjork. Number five, Rasmus, Rasmus Hogard. And number six will be Robert McIntyre. The scoring prediction for this week. Uh, right now, with the exception of Thursday, it looks like we will see inclement weather all week long in North Berwick. Last year, the winning score was 7-under. This year, the winning score at the Scottish Open will be 4-under par. If the forecast changes before the start of round one, I'll update you on Twitter at DRMedia59. But as of 921 Central on Tuesday evening, the weather on the weekend in North Berwick looks absolutely brutal. So winning score, 4-under par. Let's do our first round leader, which is going to be Scotty Scheffler, 20 to one on DraftKings. Already gave you that one. And uh, just to further the reason, you know, Thursday will be the only easy weather day at the Scottish Open. There's no secret to this play. You know, he's first on the PGA Tour and first round scoring average. So um, I believe you see Scheffler get out to a two, three shot lead uh, before the weather comes on Friday. So once again, first round leader, Scotty Scheffler, 20 to one. On DraftKings. All right, on to the best bets. I have two for you this week. One for the Scottish Open, one for the Barbasol Championship. Number one uh, for the Scottish Open is Tyrell Hatton to top 20 at plus 110 on FanDuel. Talked a lot, uh, talked a ton about him today. And number two, as far as the Barbasol is concerned, will be Satoshi Kadaira to top 20 at plus 400 on DraftKings. Now, Satoshi Kadaira is someone who has been relatively non-existent all year long. He you know, has made a few cuts here or there, but has not done a thing uh, over any weekend of the season. You know, he had, a, he, he had a great year in Japan last year, which is how he uh, re-obtained status on the PGA Tour this year. Um, and, and a lot of people are, are, are going to forget this. Satoshi Kodaira is a winner on the PGA Tour. Uh, you know, he won back at the 2018 RBC Heritage. Um, and he's playing in a second-tier field this week that is filled with a whole bunch of guys who have never even caught a whiff of the top of the leaderboard on the PGA Tour. This is a trusty veteran pick in a weak field out in Kentucky. Uh, so my best bet for the for the Barbasol will be Satoshi Kadaira to top 20 at plus 400 on DraftKings. Now, before we depart, I'm adding a futures to our open championship card. We already have Xander Shoffley at 20 to 1 on DraftKings. I am adding Patrick Reed at 80 to 1 to win the open championship. Now that is locally. I see him across the board at around 65 to 66 to 1, but I have him locally at 80 to 1. And I am going to add that to my card for next week because P. Reed has been absolutely balling out over the last two months. He finished fourth at the Masters and 18th at the PGA Championship, and he's finished top five at his last two live golf events. And also think about this. Let me leave you with this. What year is it? What year is it? 
what's going to happen in September. It's a Ryder Cup year. And what more would Patrick Reed want to do than to go to Royal Liverpool, win the British Open, and force Zach Johnson to take Captain America to Rome? I'll leave you with that. Once again, we're adding Patrick Reed to win the Open at 80-1. to 1. My name is Will Doctor. Thanks for joining me in the Scottish Open preview, and we'll talk next week at the 151st Open Championship at Royal Liverpool.